Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the one and only and amazing Beth Traverso. How you doing, Beth? Hey, I'm doing great, Michael. Thank you so much for having me back again. Oh, you are welcome addition to the channel, bringing so much experience and just joy. Uh, thank you so oh, much. Thanks. It's so, uh, yeah. Oh, awesome. So <laughs> I want to talk about, I don't know, seasonality, I guess. You know, I think, I think 2020 and 2021 kind of have warped expectations for buyers, sellers, agents, investors, pretty much anybody involved in or around real estate. The last two years have been wild. And if you got in the game in the last two years, you think it's like that all the time. Yeah. And I think what we are increasingly seeing is seasonality coming back. We're going to start to see metrics look crazy when you compare to 2020 and 2021. But if you compare to 2018, they're going to be like, oh, those are kind of within yeah. the in the realm. So. Talk to me about what you're seeing and if you disagree or agree. Yeah, I agree. And it's been definitely on the front of my mind lately as I'm watching all of this, because I'm seeing it in all sorts of different aspects of the real estate market. I'm seeing a return to seasonality in real estate sales. I'm seeing a return to seasonality in rentals. And I'm seeing a return to seasonality in Airbnb bookings. I'm seeing all of that happening at the same time, which kind of, I think, shows me just a bigger trend of just that life is going back to more of a, you know, it's it's a little more of a normalized uh, pace of things. And of course, there's other greater things going on. I'm not saying there's different market influences. You talk about that all day, every day with people way smarter than me, and I acknowledge all that. But um, but I am seeing there, there there is such a thing traditionally as real estate seasonality. Mm -hmm. And when you compare month to month, which a lot, especially I, I block the crash videos, like we don't, watch them but i know enough to know that they like just from the headlines that somehow youtube still pops them up into my feed even though i try to get rid of it is it set it, it goes on these things about down you know from from last month you know and it's like well that's normal and if you look at yeah. the chart have you looked at like, a graph it always it does always this. go like this like real estate goes like this but with it's the greater trend over time if you flatten it into a line then you see a little more so right. Um, yes, what right. I've been seeing is, and so I wish I could do a screen share to show you, but there, I have, I watched one particular graph that kind of shows supply and demand in King County, Washington, which is our greater Seattle area. And you if can, if you would see like to share screens, you can actually you know, do that. If you want to, we could. <laughs> all right, here we go. So you okay. now have ability to share. So all you have Hold to do on, is wait, wait, give me, let me give me a moment to, uh, get it up here. Okay. okay. Let's see if this will work. So I have to do hit share screen. I don't okay. Know if you've done it before. Let's hope I don't uh, mess up your video here, but let's try no, it, okay? It's fine. All right. Can yes, you see this? All right. It's so coming, not, I the, think. not the best. I wish it was yeah. filled the whole screen, but okay. you can see here. So this is our normal um, inventory. This is active listings, the green line. 
And then the Perfect. blue line is the pending listing. So you can see back in 2018, this is the last time we had more of a buyer's market when mm -hmm. interest rates went up to what yeah, seems I remember. low now, but was high yeah. then. Yeah, it broke know? 6%. Yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, right. it just like slammed the brakes and things went mm -hmm. and inventory went up. So you can always see like the lows are here in January and it, they always peak around July, January and July, January, July, like this. And, but then here is where the pandemic started and everything went haywire. And here you see the pending listings exceeding the supply Yeah, because the that's, pending listings just not went normal. down, down, down. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. All the way down to last, um, about December or so when there was right. literally nothing for sale. Yeah. So if you wanted to, and you would be technically correct, you could say in about seven months, so January of 22, or actually, I don't know what that is, call it a year, your inventory, Beth, is up 400%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh yeah. my goodness gracious. Watch look out. At, yeah. Look at this. The world's ending, you know, yeah, but it's, it's, but then you look at this and it's like, oh, and the funny thing is I, you know, I remember 2019 being one of my favorite markets ever. I loved 2019. And the reason why I was like, hey, as a listing agent, I know that we'll get an offer, a good one or two good offers in a reasonable amount of time. And as a buyer, I knew like, you know what? Our buyers or myself as a buyer, we have a decent shot of getting a good deal anytime, you know, relatively speaking. It felt yeah. really balanced. So, mm -hmm. um, and we're still, you know, we're, we're lower inventory than that. And we were just talking about in the other video that I'm, I'm starting to see inventory starting to come down for the holiday because it always does. And people don't, right. don't freak out. It's just, it always goes down around this time of year. So it's yeah, going to go down that. Yeah. again. It's, I'm yeah. predicting right now that inventory is going to go down again and pending sales will too. But yeah. so anyway, this is just to show, um, I'll stop the share, but that's just to give an idea of like what we're seeing, you know? So just when you look at it like that, you realize, okay, there is a normalcy to it that got turned upside down because mm -hmm. the circumstances were not what we're accustomed to. Yeah. Um, and so that, that doesn't shock me really, because things are kind of moving beyond that. Um, yeah, I, th I think there's a couple of things that if I, if I, if I was new to the game the last couple of years as an investor, I would tell you is I would ask an agent and again, network, right? We'll talk about getting back to basics in video number three, but I would talk to agents about, tell me about, tell me about the 2018 or 2009, go get me those days on market, uh, months of inventory. Because again, what you have got in the last two years are so distorted. Yeah. That if you wanted to really scare yourself, you could. Like, for example, Beth could say inventory in my market is up 400%. That might sound crazy, but it's still below historical trend. Um, so I think you're right. I think seasonality, we, we're going to leave this warped market that was, you know, $8 trillion and mortgage rates under 3% in the rear view mirror. But for some people, it's going to scare them, right? Days on market, like I was talking to Omar, going from nine to 27, I think. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to, that's 300%. But we're mm -hmm. still below the average of 42. It's from... interesting <laughs> how you can take statistics and not lie, but make it yeah. kind of fit whatever you want it to say. A la crash channels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so it's like, just keep that in mind, folks, you know. And, uh, yeah, keep, keep watching to Mike and the people on this channel who are going to give you a baby more balanced view. And so 
Um, the the other thing I want to mention is it's so it's, we talked about sales, but I'm seeing it in rentals too. And so now I I don't have the bigger data because it seems like most of the big data tracks apartment buildings and things like that. I'm talking mom park. That's still what I consider myself. I'm kind of like one of those. Yeah, and yeah. I have two houses that were up for came up for rent recently, and both right. of them ended up having to lease for a lot lower than I would have anticipated in the springtime, mm. and you know, it's been a while since everyone's talked about rents up, up, up. And that's kind of the shining star of all this. And believe me, I'm a fan of rental. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like I love receiving rental income. I love, you know, getting that, you know, I, I, we, I'm, I'm hundred percent on board with all of that, but we just need to be realistic too, that, Hey, there's seasonality in it too. So yep. one of them I had to lease for maybe $400 or so less than I would have otherwise. Now, on a percentage um, basis, what is that? 15%? Sorry, percentage was about maybe 15% lower, you know? Okay. And it's it's a seasonality thing because it's in an area where almost everybody has kids and all revolves around the school year and there right. are summer vacations and things like that. So yeah. that's how it always was over the last 20 plus years that I've been renting houses. It was always like that. and But it just stopped being like that two years ago when all of a sudden there was no place to live. There was only like one house for rent in the entire area and everybody just fought for it and the prices right. went up. So, I mean, I guess it's good news if you're going to be renting. So, like, you know, yeah. it always depends on what side you're on um, yeah, and how it impacts you. But, and then I have another one that's, we're getting it rented hopefully today that um, I wasn't able to increase the rent, but I didn't have to decrease it either. But I decided, you know what, I don't want to, I'm going back to a thing where I don't want to have leases renewing in November. So we're exactly. doing a shorter lease. We're going to open it up. We're going to optimize for the seasonality that we are now back in. And I'm going to do it, a lease that renews april 1st there you go so, i like and then it. do it annually after that yeah i i want real estate agents investors buyers homeowners to realize that i think you're right i think we're we're we're, we're inching our way back to life is normal right we're going to take this two years of the pandemic and just throw it away never want to see it again for lots of reasons um but we've got to it's it's going to be uncomfortable working back to seasonality so don't freak out if you if you're new to the game, talk to people that have been in the game longer. Ask them about seasonality. Ask them about averages because I think we're going to work back to that in most markets. And if you're in the Seattle or King County area, they should be reaching out to you, Beth. How would they do that? Yeah, they can go to my website, bethtraversogroup.com, and or just find me on Facebook or just Google me. I'm really easy to find. The there name's right there in the corner, so you guys can right over there, find wherever you point there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank All you right. so much.